This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You know what the most stressful job in Washington, D.C. is? Being the guy whose job it is to make sure President Biden doesn't trip. That's, that's an actual... That's an actual gig. What's up? This is Marquee Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for being here. Before we get into that, before we get into Donald Trump sounding the alarm on election interference in Pennsylvania, before we set up for the Republican debate, which seems to be probably one of the most worthless wastes of anyone's time uh, that we've seen in recent years. Uh, before we get to any of that, I want to remind you to please uh, thumb up, subscribe, and hit the notifications for this particular podcast. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching online anywhere, make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. Make sure that you're liking this thing. Make sure you get the notifications because you want to know when we have new content and, and we have a lot of new content. I like We got a lot of new content. Um, you don't want to miss any of it. Also, we appreciate you if you're listening to this on any of the uh, podcast platforms that the Mark K Saves the Republic podcast is on. We want to make sure that you're also getting it delivered every single day so you don't miss a beat. That way you want to make sure you like and you subscribe and you download and you do whatever it is you need to do. Every platform's different, but it's all they're all basically they're all basically the same again so that you can get the content every single time we release it. And this article is crazy, you know. Joe Biden has been falling. And I'm not just talking about his poll numbers. I'm talking about literally falling. He falls down the stairs of Air Force One. He falls up the stairs of Air Force One. He trips and falls on stage when there's sandbags left. He gets confused all the time, has nowhere, no idea where he's going. He fell off a bicycle once in Delaware. You may remember that. That was, that was a very memorable, that was a very memorable experience. Uh, well, now there is an entire advanced team of people whose job it is heading into 2024 to make sure that Joe Biden does not trip and fall. And you may have seen evidence of this already. You may have noticed that when he enters Air Force One these days, he's not using the regular big kid stairs, the adult stairs. He's using the little tiny baby stairs. And he doesn't enter the main door of the airplane where presidents for, gosh, you know, decades have walked out and waved to the crowd from high above. No, he goes in basically the cargo hold. He goes in the lower deck and then they bring him up. He kind of goes in where the luggage would go, you know, and, and I think that's probably the next step. I think that's probably the next step. They use the big stairs. The big stairs were too difficult for Joe Biden. He kept tripping. He kept falling. It was a ridiculous uh, PR. It was a ridiculous PR nightmare for the Biden administration and the Democrat Party. So they move to the lower stairs and they bring him right into the baggage deck. It's going to be just a minute or two before they just bring out that conveyor belt and they just lay it. They're like, Mr. President, just sit here. And they turn on the conveyor belt and he goes right into the cargo hold with all the luggage and with Jill's uh, with Jill's pantsuits and um, Hunter's, you know, bags of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Hunter's flying around. Look, there was cocaine found in the White House. I can't imagine that they wouldn't find any on Air Force One. Uh, but this is an interesting article from Axios. Biden teams don't let him trip mission. I mean, think about this. The president of the United States, because we're coming up on an election year and because people are already questioning his age and his ability to do the job and phys physically maneuver around Washington, D.C. and well, wherever else he has to go to physically do the job, uh, they have a whole team of people who's, who are on a mission. They're on a mission to make sure that the president stays upright at all times. 
This does not seem like a president that should be president if one of the biggest problems they have is keeping him in an upright position. Uh, president Biden and his campaign are working on a critical project for his reelection bid. Make sure he doesn't trip. As voters express deep concerns about the 80-year-old president's age and fitness for office, Biden's team is taking extra steps, pun totally, pun totally intended, I'm sure, uh, to prevent him from stumbling in public as he did in June when he tripped over a sandbag at the Air Force Academy graduation. With a physical therapist, Biden has been doing exercises to improve his balance as far back as November 2021. This guy is so off balance that he has to get up every single day and do exercises with a physical therapist so he stays balanced. Again, I feel like maybe there's other people who are better suited to do the job. Since his stumble in June, he has been wearing tennis shoes more often to avoid slipping and using the short stairs on Air Force One, as we previously mentioned, uh, entering the plane on a lower deck than before. Why does this matter, Axios asks? Well, I have some reasons, but let's hear what they have to say. Uh, Democrats, including some in the administration, are terrified that Biden will have a bad fall. You know, like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> uh, with a nightmare scenario of it happening in the weeks before the November 2024 election. Often without context. What? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Uh, Republicans have used video clips of Biden looking confused about where to go after speeches to raise further questions about his age. What kind of context is there between looking confused about where to go after you give a speech on a stage? I've spoken on many stages. I continue to speak on stages. I love speaking on stage. Literally totes one of my favorite things to do. And never once have I walked onto a stage, done my spiel, done my dog and pony show, said my piece, and then gone, wait a minute. How the hell do I get down? Do I go the same way I came? Do I go this other way? Oh, no. Somebody help me. It's very, it's pretty, it's pretty cut and dry. In fact, when you go on a stage, usually there's one way on and one way off. Sometimes there's one way, there's two ways on it. Like they want you to come on stage left and exit stage right. But usually you come on and off the stage the exact same way. Joe Biden has a lot of problems with that. By the time he gets out, let's say he gets on the stage, he talks for 10 minutes. In that 10 minute time frame, he's totally forgotten how the hell he got where he is. He forgot how he got on stage. And if you forget how you if you forget something that happened 10 minutes ago, you're not going to remember how to get back off. And if you forget something that happened 10 minutes ago, well, I feel like that's bad for somebody who is meeting with tyrannical dictators and nuclear powers and trying to, uh, you know, organize and, and negotiate peace worldwide. But you, what do we, 10 minutes ago, you said something. What was it? You're going to you're going to bomb us all. I, I forget. Anyway, how do I get the, How do I get off of this thing? It's a big problem, not just for Democrats, but really for all Americans. Biden's balance difficulties are likely the result of what his physician has diagnosed as a combination of, of significant spinal arthritis and mild post-fracture foot arthritis. His condition is his condition is based on him being old, like too, like way too old, old, bold, retold. This is somebody who needs to be out of office ASAP. And the Democrats know it. 
but they also know that any kind of trip and fall, any kind of any kind of flub, any kind of gaffe that Biden ensues between now and Election Day could be the kiss of death, especially when you have Donald Trump, who's out there walking around on two feet just fine. Now, I haven't seen Donald Trump trip and fall. I haven't seen Donald Trump fall off of a bicycle. Donald Trump, when Donald Trump gets up on stage, he talks for like two hours sometimes and still manages to get off the stage the same way he came on. I've been to Donald Trump rallies where the guy spoke for 120 minutes. He walks on the stage, he waves, he throws out hats, he does a little dance, he signs autographs, he gets up there, he talks for two hours, still remembers after that two-hour speech, still remembers, still recollects the way off the stage, and he exits the same way he did, gets on the plane, no problem, never seen Donald Trump fall off the plane steps, fall up the plane steps multiple times. He can get on Trump Force One, he can wave to the crowd, he can fly someplace, He's all good to go. Donald Trump does not have an advanced team to clear the way of sandbags and debris and twigs and make sure that his shoelaces are tied. Donald Trump doesn't wear shoelaces, I don't think. He's not walking around in tennis shoes because he has problems. There's two kinds of shoes that Donald Trump wears. Ready? Dress shoes, golf shoes. That's it. Dress shoes and golf shoes. You're going to see him in either one of those. You're not going to see him in orthopedic sketchers because he has trouble balancing. Donald Trump doesn't wake up early to work with a, a, a physical therapist. Donald Trump wakes up early to work. That's what you need in a president. You need somebody who gets up early and goes to work. If you have somebody who gets up early, which Joe Biden doesn't anyway, and then has to spend one to two hours working with a physical therapist before they can go do the job of saving the country, then that's somebody who's wasting time. Uh, they could be saving the country, saving their own post-foot arthritic joint painter whatever it is. Anyway, listen, that's not Biden's biggest problem. As we talked about yesterday, Joe Biden has fallen in not just in, in the literal sense, but also in the figurative sense. His poll numbers are devastating. His full, his poll numbers have fallen more than, well, he has. And Donald Trump has a commanding lead of 10 points over Joe Biden in a head-to-head -head election. But that's not the only Republican who's making headway. Nikki Haley, uh, who is the uh, former ambassador to the UN under Donald Trump, former um, governor of the state of South Carolina, and current Republican presidential candidate, has skyrocketed past all the dudes, except one, all the dudes in New Hampshire. And Chris Christie thought he was going to win New Hampshire. He ain't. Ron DeSantis thought he was going to win New Hampshire. Doesn't look that way. Vivek Ramaswamy wanted a shot at New Hampshire. According to the uh, St. Anselm College survey, which is where all the political, that's where the last debate um, was held. That's where all the political, uh, you know, roundtables are held. Um, a new poll conducted by the St. Anselm College Survey Center at the New Hampshire Institute of Politics finds former President Donald Trump leading his closest challengers by a three-to-one margin in New Hampshire. 45% uh, of respondents expressed their preference for Trump on the ballot test, a 30-point leader over his closest challenger. But his closest challenger is no longer Ron DeSantis or Chris Christie or Vivek Ramaswamy. His closest challenger is now Nikki Haley. In the wake of the first Republican presidential candidate debate, Haley has moved into second place behind Donald Trump, with 15% support. She is now the leading alternate, alternate to a Trump besting former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie on the ballot test among respondents who have an unfavorable impression of the blah, blah, blah. Uh, Senator Tim Scott, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has seen support decline by 18 points since March and now trails Haley with 11%. So you got Trump, you got Haley at 15%, you got Ron DeSantis at 11%, and then Chris Christie at 10%, this is bad news for everybody but Nikki Haley, 
It's great news for Donald Trump and it's horrible news for Ron DeSantis. And this is on the this is on the uh, the eve of the second Republican debate, which a lot of folks are saying, why do we even have these things anymore? What is the point? And that's not just Donald Trump. Donald Trump is angry that this debate is happening and he's angry for a couple of reasons. Number one, he believes that the RNC is wasting their time and their money and their effort on a debate that doesn't matter. A, he ain't going to be there. B, ain't nobody who's going to be there going to be president. And C, there's more important things that the RNC should be spending their money and time on. Instead of bickering with candidates about sell, sell, um, signing loyalty pledges or or promises to, to support whoever the candidate happens to become, instead of debating back and forth with venues over who's going to be where and who's standing where and, and flying in all these reporters from all over and, and taking all this space in California, instead of wasting their time on a competition that isn't going, I mean, think about this. You're basically having a debate that nobody's going to win. Nobody at that debate is going to win. There's no way to overcome this kind of deficit. Nikki Haley's at 15% in New Hampshire. Nationally, Donald Trump has a 30-point lead over everybody. He's not even coming to the debate. And when he skips the debate, his numbers just keep going up. You've got a bunch of people who are attacking each other for absolutely no good reason. And the RNC is behind it. And Donald Trump is furious. Because while this is going on, Pennsylvania, with Governor Josh Shapiro, they've just instituted, get this, automatic Voter registration when you go to the DMV. Listen, Pennsylvania, it is National Voter Registration Day. And today, I am proud to announce that for the first time ever, Pennsylvania is an automatic voter registration state. That's right. From now on, when you get or renew your driver's license or an ID card at the DMV, you'll be registered to vote unless you choose not to. All right, that's not the way it works. You're not registered automatically unless you opt out. You have to opt in. Voting is a voting is a privilege. You have to make sure that you are you are doing going through the proper steps, going through the proper contingencies. It can't be that, hey, I'm going to get a driver's license. I'm going to just automatically be registered to vote at the same time. That's a big problem. That's a huge problem. Donald Trump wants the Republican Party to understand how huge a problem this is. In fact, he wrote Pennsylvania's at it again. He wrote this on Truth Social. Pennsylvania's at it again. The radical left governor Josh Shapiro has just announced a switch to automatic voter registration, a disaster for the election of Republicans, including your favorite president, me. <laughs> this is a totally unconstitutional act and must be met harshly by Republican leadership in Washington and Pennsylvania. Likewise, the RNC and Ronna McDaniel must spend their time working on this instead of meaningless debates where I am up by more than 50 points. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin, and others are far more important than Ada, who's not even on the debate stage, by the way. Sloppy Chris, Lion Mike Pence, Nikki Birdbrain Haley, Ron Dead Campaign to Sanctimonious. When did he add Dead Campaign? I didn't even, I just noticed that. I just noticed he added the Dead Campaign. That's cute. Uh, and the others. Start suing now and get the right lawyers this time. The Pennsylvania Republican Party must not let this happen. Now, a lot of people say, what's wrong with what's wrong with automatic voter registration? Well, I, uh, when you go to the DMV, you get a license, you get an ID card. What's the problem? What's the problem automatically voting or uh, registering people to vote? Well, I guess the big problem is that you don't need to be a citizen to get a driver's license, but you do need to be a citizen to vote. So when I was 16, I was not yet an American citizen. I was a legal resident. I had a green card. I was uh, I went to the DMV. I got my driver's license and I drove away 
in my Ford Mustang and I was a licensed driver in the state of North Carolina, but I was a citizen of the, of the country of Canada. Later on in my 20s, I finished the naturalization process and I became a citizen. So the problem is we don't want non-citizens going to the DMV, getting driver's licenses, which they're allowed to have, but getting registered to vote, which they're not allowed to do. How do I know that? Because in the United States Constitution, and I know this because I checked my original vaccine passport pocket constitution, you must be a, a legal citizen of the United States of America in order to vote. Only citizens of the United States can vote. For anyone else, it's unconstitutional. Now, I know what you're thinking. Democrats don't really care about the Constitution. It's kind of been in their way. They're not big fans of anything constitutional. They just kind of, they just kind of, over, they, the Constitution's a roadblock for them. It's like a barrier. They just, you know, they move it out of the way until somebody comes back and says, hey, hey, hey. It's like when I go to uh, someplace to park and they're like, I'll go to a football game or, you know, sometimes at my kid's school, they have an event and they've coned off certain spots and I get there and there's no spot. So I get out and I move a cone and I go to park there. That's the Democrats with the Constitution. They're like, oh, this cone, a.k.a. the Constitution, the Constitution, as they call it. Thank you. I just came up with that. They move it out of the way and they just do whatever they want. But every now and then I go to do that and the parking enforcement goes, sir, sir, you got to put that cone back, sir. You can't park there. And I'm like, and then I act up. I'm like, oh, what? And they're like, you can't move that cone. So that cone's there for a reason. I go, oh, my bad. I'm, I thought it was, I thought, I thought I was just, I thought I could park here. No, you can't move it along. And I go, damn, busted. So they put the Constitution back and I drive away and I go find another parking spot. That's kind of how the Democrats are with the Constitution. It's just a roadblock for them until someone tells them they can't do that. Well, Donald Trump's out there saying you can't do this in Pennsylvania and you're messing around. You're wasting your time and your money and your effort on a debate that doesn't matter because a bunch of these people are going to debate and none of them are going to be president. It's it's something that is a problem for Republicans and has been for a long time. The leadership of the RNC focused on the wrong things. This is not your grandpa's election. This is not an election where you have debates and whoever does the best job gets the nomination. And then you go out and you do a lot of fundraisers and you raise a lot of funds. And then you use that money and you buy a bunch of radio advertising and a bunch of TV advertising. And whoever buys the most negative ads against their can the, the other candidate wins. That's not this anymore. That's not how elections are won. Elections are won, and the Democrats figured this out before the Republicans did, by the person who gets the most votes. And if you're out there registering people who may or may not be able to vote well, automatically when they get their driver's licenses, people who may or may not even want to vote. There are people out there in this country who exercise their right not to vote. They have the, the right, the responsibility, the privilege, all that. But some people say, I'm not going to vote. I don't like any of these people. I'm not even registered. Now in Pennsylvania, you get automatically registered whether you want to vote or not, whether you're a citizen or not. As soon as you get your driver's license or ID card, bam, you're on the voter rolls. And if you're on the voter rolls, somebody, maybe not you, maybe somebody else, somebody could potentially get their hands on a mail-in or an absentee ballot in your name, potentially fill it out, take it to a drop box, have it harvested, and potentially vote in your name for somebody that you never wanted to vote to and vote for. And you'd have no idea because you didn't even want to register to vote in the first place. You just wanted to get a driver's license so you could get out of your parents' house or have freedom or get to work. Or do whatever you were sick and tired of taking the bus. That's the that's the problem with this automatic voter registration. And that's something that the Republicans should be focused on, not who's going to come in second to Donald Trump in the Republican primary.
Listen, if you want to get a copy of the original vaccine passport pocket constitution for yourself, uh, it's a great thing to have. It's a pocket constitution. It's got the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, everything you need to know about, well, you know, your rights. And it looks like an original, it looks like a vaccine passport. It's even got this cool page in the front where you can put, you know, your attach your photo here. It tells you what your rights are, your full name, your signature. So if anybody ever says, excuse me, have you been vaccinated? Excuse me, do you have a vaccine passport? You can go here, bucko. It's called the Constitution of the United States of America. And you can get yours at OriginalVaccinePassport.com. OriginalVaccinePassport.com. They make great gifts. You can get multiple copies. You can hand them out to your friends, your family members. If you have kids, I would make sure your kids have them and read them. Uh, because nowadays, you always, I check this thing more than I ever thought I would. There's so much constitutional shenanigans and chicanery going on that I'm all, I'm constantly flipping through this. Um, so get one for yourself. OriginalVaccinePassport.com. Thank you so much for listening and watching and, and taking in all this information. I want to make sure that you're helping us spread the word because we need patriots all over this country from sea to shining sea to understand what's really important, where the attacks are, where the waste is happening, and how we can all work together. Uh, and how we must work together. So please, once again, like, subscribe, set the notifications, make sure you're getting our content whenever and wherever we deliver it, because we're going to do whatever we can between now and next year to get the right people in office, to get the wrong people out of office, to make sure we don't have to hire people and pay them with our tax dollars to keep the president upright on two feet and not falling over face first on the floor or tripping up the steps of the airplane. That's what we need to do. We need to work together diligently to save the republic.